What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in live, for catching us on iTunes, on Stitcher, and the other places. Um, hopefully, you guys are hearing me well. Give me the thumbs up with it. We did test audio with the guests, but just want to make sure that you guys can hear me. Uh, we're going to get to some good things uh, before we bring on Jackie Thompson, Dudley D, and Mark Bondi. All right. First thing we're going to talk about, of course, with what's going on in the world right now. Um, sure, a lot of us aren't doing too good, um, but that's okay. We're all in this together, as weird as it sounds, but as, at the same time, you know, music brings us together. And now, more so than ever, this is needed and things like that are needed. So on June 7th, you know, we'll be talking more with Dudley and Mark about that and Jackie, what's going on June 6th this weekend. On June 7th, there is some news that's come across about the cross. Um, with the quote, when you wake up each day, looks the same. So each day should be a new beginning, which is a quote from Prince. Now, the artists that are going to be involved in the cross are a lot of artists that Prince has worked with in some capacity. You have Donna Grantis, Kip Blackshire, Mike Scott, Ashley Tamar Davis, Tommy Barbarella, Cassandra O'Neill, Eden Nelson, Sonny Thompson, Chris Bailey, Kirk Johnson, Frederick Yonay, Josh Dunham, Dr. Fink, Levi Caesar Jr., Adrian Crutchfield, Lynn Grissett, Marcus Anderson, Michael Nelson, Kenny Holman, Joey Radfield, Rayfield, excuse me, Steve Strand, Mono Neon, Morris Hayes, Maite, Tony M, and Chris James. That'll be going on, and we're going to have a quote about that um, later on in the show. And other things that you're discussing, I'll probably have another show to talk about. We're just going to keep this going on that. Can't wait for the cross as well. But what we're going to do is talk about the events that are going on this weekend and bring on my guest of Jackie Thompson, Dudley D, and Mark Bondi of Paisley Nights. And of course, the PR and alumni event that is going on this weekend and the Let's Go Dance Party. Here's Jackie. Hey, how you doing? Here's Dudley. And here's Mark. Hey, guys. Great to see you. How are you guys doing? Very good. <laughs> great. Ooh, we cool. Uh, good to be seen. All right, Dave Hampton already, we're going to get to that. Um, don't know if it's playing on, on the same themes, but uh, great to have you guys on. And this time that's going on, it's very nice to see these wonderful faces. And I hope that um, everyone else feels that way as well. Um, now, we do know more about the Let's Go Dance Party that's going to be happening, a 24-hour dance party this Sunday. And also, we do know about the PRN Alumni Foundation event that's going on. But Jackie, I'd like to have you go into more detail about that. And um, basically, first, I guess, for people who may not know, what, what was your relationship with Prince and then about what PRN Alumni is about? Sure, yeah. So um, I worked for Prince uh, mid-96 through mid-2000, about four years, um, through um, after he had changed his name to a symbol and uh, was there when he changed it back to Prince. Uh, and so, um, and um, I started in the 1-800 New Funk uh, little office and uh, ended up uh, really running the show with a few people and, 
and the team that we had. We had a small team, and um, it was uh, it was great. It was um, uh, I, I could go into details, but you know, it, it was really cool. So. It was. It must have been so hard to promote him going by the symbol at that time, more so than. 2000 then he finally changes his name yeah. back to prince which makes things easier but yeah it, it was yeah. difficult right it was it was it wasn't difficult as far as communicating with him but difficult in the sense of like media getting it um um and uh you know how to in that construct have a name that isn't pronounceable um and um you know getting the taff cap up on a cryon on BET, and then I get the call from him. My name isn't the artist formerly known as Prince. It's an unpronounceable symbol. At like two in o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, and having to go, you know, talk to uh, get in touch with BET, which of course you can't at that time. So, um, but yeah, it was. It had its challenges for sure. Um, uh, but you know, you you pivot, you figure it out, you create solutions, and you get through it. So. Exactly. You got to be quick on that. And we'll get into, yeah. it's funny about the name change. We'll get into a story with Dudley about that later. Now with the PRN Alumni Foundation, <laughs> um, the PRN Alumni Foundation, explain, explain to that so people know. And we'll also hopefully someone can provide a link to that, sure. especially to for support. Yeah. So um, the we founded it in uh, 2017. Um, we had inspiration from our um, group event, private event we had in 2016, end of the year, to celebrate Prince's life. Uh, and a, a ton of people came and it was just, uh, we sold some uh, merchandise for John Blackwell and for Michael Van Huffel to help. And that just kind of, the light bulb went on for us that we needed to keep moving this forward. So right. um, we started putting it together in 2017. By that end of 2017, we were, yep, yeah, there you go, 501c3. And uh, we've been um, really honing the mission. He was doing tons of stuff uh, from, you know, solar panels to, um, you know, urban gardens. So um, we needed to really kind of, pull our mission down. So it's, you know, for kids and arts and tech and music programs and, and also urban farming. So we, um, he was really, um, when I was there, he was, he became a vegan. And so he was very into eating well and, um, organic food and he had his own greenhouse, uh, on his property. So, you know, we thought that was a really great. We partnered up with Taja Seville, um, and, uh, did some really cool events and things like that. So we've, given to arts feed program Troy Gua did um, he chose the um, the um, uh, the the arts program uh, we've given to music therapy programs um, uh, for, for autism and people that just have that so it's really really cool um, we've done a um, organic uh, edible wall in Detroit downtown at a community center so we've been doing some really cool stuff and we want to keep it going so um, and it's really about his um, legacy in the philanthropic part. Um, his music legacy is going to do what it's going to do. We, we're here to help move that other part of him um, with love and, um, you know, and, and supporting those type of missions. So, so that's, that's in a nutshell. So. Right. And the event that you have going on this weekend, 
alumni shares that Simbad is hosting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm forgetting a name here with, um, oh boy. I'm, I remember St. Paul. There's other people on sure, that. I'll, I'll right now. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Fisher. Yes. On that. Sure. So um, it's a, a tribute to Claire Fisher and the collaboration between Prince and, and Claire over 30 years. Mm -hmm. It's a, an amazing uh, collaboration of their genius put together. Uh, so we have Brent Fisher's on the panel, um, Claire's son, uh, and uh, he really uh, took over. Uh, he was mentored by his dad and then took over the business as uh, Claire started to get a bit older. Uh, and then we have uh, St. Paul Peterson uh, with the family. Uh, we figured that it would be a perfect segue to talk about since it was the first music and collaboration that the, the family uh, with Claire and Prince. And um, Arnie Frager, who recorded all of Claire Prince's uh, strings, um, he also owns the, um, uh, the uh, plant studios. And that studio is where in Sausalito, and that's where Prince did his first album, recorded that. And then um, we have David Z, who produced the family record. Uh, so that's great. We were going to have Susanna on uh, with St. Paul, but um, with her mom uh, passing, it was just, uh, you know, yeah. obviously not, uh, you know, we understood that. So, so it's a great panel um, and um, a lot of fun. Sinbad is just, you know, he's Sinbad. He's just great. He's a great <laughs> host. So it's, it's exciting and it's really, really, um, a cool uh, topic, you know, really yeah. interesting. So, and with Sinbad hosting, that's going to be cool. Oh yeah, he's a, very he's much. a great MC. Yeah, he is, and he's also. I don't know if people know he's a musician too. So he mm -hmm. and uh, and he knew Prince, and uh, they, um, uh, you know, so he's a percussionist and uh, played. Uh, did they? I think St. Paul. Yeah, they did a show together uh, this year earlier on uh, when we could have shows. So, uh, right. uh, so that's cool. But um, yeah, so that that's in a nutshell. It's going to be really informative, and it's I love. I'm so happy to have David Zeon to talk to, and uh, Arnie, and all the wealth of knowledge on the behind the scenes on that, and how it how it all worked together. It's uh, it's it's very cool. Right. So. And they can purchase tickets right now through the PRNAlumni.org site yep. and Facebook. How, how many? How much are the tickets? Five dollars. Do you Five want to? Five dollars, five dollars, BDC. Five dollars. <laughs> good deal. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, but you know, we were going to do it live. We were actually we're supposed to be all in uh, Minneapolis this weekend, and so right. uh, we had um, planned to have these panels, and then also um, St. Paul and and Susanna were going to do a performance with strings. Uh, live wow. and I know it would have been amazing, but you know things happen. You got to pivot, and this is what we we have, and it's still it's still really great. So, right, that's very very cool and great. And now we're gonna get on because not only with this weekend we got Dudley D and Mark Bondi of Paisley Nights, DJ Dudley D in the mix. Yes, sir. DJ with Prince for a while, and is gonna go gonna go into it now. You also have some events. So this is going to be a 24-hour dance party. And PRN alumni, also there's merchandise, special merchandise that you guys are selling that will be contributed to PRN alumni, correct? Yeah. Today we uh, just put up the site. It's paisleynights.com. Uh, if you go there, uh, there's a Let's Go t-shirt and sweatshirt. And $10 from every Let's Go item 
that is purchased will be going dr directly to the PRN alumni. So awesome. they can help continue uh, Prince's legacy. Yeah, and we both talked, Mark and um, uh, Dudley um, D. Um, we both, uh, we all talked about uh, really kind of creating a partnership in Minneapolis uh, and finding, um, so we're looking into a sustainable um, urban garden of some sort to um, give that money to because, you know, they're doing so much right now with food and, you know, but in, you know, looking down two, three, four months down the line, there's going to be some shortages of food. So why not use, utilize some of the um, uh, gardens that are there? And so we'll, we'll, you know, talk about that and find that right partner and, and um, that money will go towards that. That'll yeah. Great. Move really the rubble and grow some vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, and, and a lot of a lot of the stores that were, you know, in these communities, I mean, they've just been devastated. So, yeah. I mean, that food piece, I mean, it, and it's not just for today. It's, you know, moves on into the future. Absolutely. I think that's, a, that's a great thing. And on no. the shirts, just, the, you know, people are mentioning it. We got uh, Devious did the artwork. So David Schwartz ah, did the artwork. David. So there's, there's a, there's, you know, we got to keep it in the family. So, yes, yes. Yeah, so we got to keep it tight. So... Y'all ain't know about the Daisy Chain or Funky Bald Heads, you know. Check those, uh, <laughs> well, check that stuff out. That's old. But that's when you were there, Jackie, right? I, yep. I, just there. I know David well, yep. and David also designed the uh, Studio A candles. So I ah, had him do that. Awesome. So it's all yeah. And, so and, he, he, and he, he designed our Paisley Knights logo. Oh, so, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's all. It well, is shout all out to Devious. Yeah. What's up, man? Yeah. And then Tamir has this question for you, Mark. Is the humanized hoodie going to be available too? Well, you got to go to their website, www.humanizemyhoodie.com. That's mm -hmm. coming out of uh, Minneapolis as well. Jason Soul, uh, former convict, comes out, goes to prison. Right. And then goes to kind of this uh, social justice oriented gear. So. He's living in Minneapolis and doing all kinds of work. He teaches at Hamlin University here. Um, just real good guy. So get your shirts. Represent. Yeah. Yes. And with um, someone's asking about the events. See the rest for, of it. <laughs> yes. With the events um, for, they're asking, it'll be televised or on Facebook or directly from the websites. With the PRN alumni, Jackie, how will they be able to watch that? Yeah, when you go to, you can go to our site, prnalumni.org or live.prnalumni.org, depending on where the link is. Uh, you'll go right to that and that, and um, you buy your ticket and it'll pop up. You'll be able to, you'll be able to watch it. So, but it won't, won't be on Facebook or YouTube or anything like that. Right. And That's Dustin, right. what about the 24-hour dance party? Uh, the 24-hour dance party, the best, uh, best spot to check it out is on Twitch, twitch.tv, Paisley Nights. Uh, you don't need an account to watch it, but if you have an account, which is, uh, you know, super simple to make, uh, then you'll be able to comment. So, right. um, but anybody can just tune in. So, yeah, that'll be uh, twitch.tv Paisley Nights. Hit us up and follow. It'll, also, yep. it'll be on Facebook, too, So, but the stream cuts out. So, right. Twitch is the and spot. With, you with can Twitch. share it on Facebook. We appreciate the share. Yeah. Of course. And now with, with Twitch, if you guys have a fire stick, the Twitch app is on there. So you can have it on your TV and watch it. And of course, you won't have to worry about your device. You can you can be in the chat and doing other stuff with your phone and have it on your TV and have the good sound through your speakers through that way. Mm -hmm. Just if other people haven't figured that out. Yeah. They have the app on there. Yeah, now, just turn, it, turn it on and let it rock. 
Exactly. <laughs> now, how did you guys come up with uh, the title of Let's Go for the event? Go for it, Mark. All right. So, you know, the big question for us was, what are we going to do on June 7? Uh, you know, we'd been kind of Paisley Nights had been doing the Manic Monday piece. Uh, we did some streams to Europe uh, over the course of coronavirus. And the vibe around that was just, hey, you know, just sitting inside, right? I kind of come back to, you know, we've watched Tiger King, seen Ozark. Well, what's next, right? Um, and as his birthday came up, we were asking the question, what are we going to do when we need to do something big? Um, we knew there were other folks that were going to be doing various, uh, you know, streams, et cetera. Um, we, we thought, obviously, there's going to be things that are out there. What can we do that's cool? What can we do that's different? What can we do that kind of represents the city? I mean, Dudley DJed for him for, you know, the better part of two decades, part of that kind of Paisley Park scene. Um, right. There's just so much music, so much stuff. And, you know, we were just you know, kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. And then it just came, right? And I think the let's go piece of it was just kind of that energy, right? Like, <laughs> let's go, let's bring up the energy, let's bring up the vibration, mm -hmm. let's go. And then, you know, you kind of add that all day, all night, which is another uh, Prince reference. And then 24 hours, here we go. 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. We're going to be starting. Oh. Send some Red Bull our way. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Are you plan for Saturday. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting because, like, you know, the the person just said, you know, great event to bring us together. You know, I mean, we thought about canceling this thing, right? It's been pretty much a horrific week. Um, we're from the city. Like, this is all of my life. This is my city. This is my space. My first house was like right in that Hiawatha and Lake uh, neighborhood. So my parents are real familiar with that. That's where, right by where my grandparents are. I mean, so, but the decision was really, you know, how do you bring people together? And we got to have joy, hope, things that uplift us. So it became imperative. We were a week behind, but, you know, yeah, we were making we lost, it happen. We lost some days yeah. on the live streams watching our city burn, but we're going to catch up and uh, we'll be ready to go Sunday coming at the right time i think a lot of people need it and the world needs it for sure you know especially if, yeah i mean that's what you know go ahead yeah i mean that's what that's what prince music does right i mean it's what music exactly. does but like prince music specifically i mean i remember times going into paisley park where you're just like life is getting me down things are hitting me you're kind of getting smacked from this angle that angle and the mm -hmm. music allows us to elevate right and if we don't have that elevation we're not going to be able to sustain the fight so Right. Um, you know, this, this almost has a greater purpose now than it did before. Right. We want to, yeah. we want to raise the vibration. Absolutely. I'm a total we felt the same, you know, we wanted to keep it going. Um, we felt Sinbad would be perfect in, in ha having some humor. We've got to, uh, move it forward. We've got to push and help people and stopping it. Just, you know, it, I, I just think people need this, you know, so we really need it right now. Some positive. One hundred percent. Yeah. People better get their naps in before then. Never had naps. Now you gotta have naps. So, you know. <laughs> when you're doing stuff for him, you didn't have. When naps. you're working for Prince. Yeah, you didn't sleep. You yeah. No. We, you, we, you we got we naps been, in. We've been training for this. We're good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was training us for a long time. You get that call at two o'clock in the morning or whatnot, or the text. And then it's like, you better have it posted within or have it done within 15 minutes or as soon as you can get it done. So, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what you were up to. 
Now, speaking of difficulty with the name change and the symbol, didn't Prince have a little bit of trouble with uh, Dudley D's name at first? <laughs> <laughs> he did. True story. Um, yeah, I, I'd been DJing uh, at Paisley Park for a while. And, I mean, it had to have been at least a, a, like a year or so. And, you know, anytime he ever talked to me, it was always just like DJ, you know, hey, DJ, hey, DJ. Um, the story that I heard was from Takumi. And Takumi was in Studio A with Prince. And Prince said, Takumi, call Justin. Tell him we're having a party tonight. And Takumi was like, call who? He was like, call Justin, <laughs> DJ. And he was like, his name's Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> it, were, were you living with Takumi at this point, or was this before that? I think I might have been living with Takumi at that point. Takumi and I were roommates for a while, so. Um, and, and, and Takumi's coming out. He's, uh, he's going to bring us our top five, uh, his top five guitar solos from Prince. So we're going to be playing those at... Dustin, you got the schedule? Oh, we'll talk about it. when. I mean, we can go across the schedule. I don't know if we want to do that right now. or Yeah, let's talk I'm about the schedule. I'm just connecting who Takumi is because that schedule got out. So. Everyone knows Takumi was Prince's guitar. <laughs> Takumi. Really? Everyone knows? Takumi. Everyone Name knows rings Takumi. out. Yeah. Whether um, he wants it or not, everyone knows who Takumi is. <laughs> right. Yeah, he didn't, yeah. Want, he, didn't want to, he didn't want to go on any cameras or anything. Yeah. But he is going to give us his top five songs. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, we can talk about the schedule too a little bit, because yeah. um, we did just put that out just a couple hours ago. Um, so I can kind of go over it. Uh, Mark, you can kind of jump in on some spots, and we'll just kind of explain on some things kind of what we're thinking and what we're going to do. Um, so obviously, we're starting at 12 a.m. Uh, first couple hours, you know, it's just going to be, let's go. Like, here we go. We're kicking this thing off. Um, and then 2 a.m., all these times are obviously Minneapolis Central Standard Times. Uh, 2 a.m. We're going to do Dirty Mind. I think you can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 4 a.m. will be Alexa de Paris. Not, not appropriate for the children. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully your kids are in bed for Dirty Mind. <laughs> but uh, 4 a.m. will be Alexa de Paris, and that'll be kind of waking up our friends over in Paris and Europe. Uh, it'll be like 10 a.m. their time. Um, and then at 5.27 a.m., uh, when the sun rises in Minneapolis, we're going to be doing Welcome to the Dawn. Um, 6.30 a.m. will be Let's Go Japan and Australia because it will be evening time there. So, you know, we'll throw a little late night jam for them. Uh, we're going to be, uh, just real quick, Dustin, on yeah. that one, we're going to get Miho. Uh, I don't know if you all know Miho. She was one of the guests on Paisley Nights. Miho moved from Tokyo to Minneapolis so she could be part of the bootleg. Like, that's the, her whole story. She's like, I liked the sound. I just, I wanted to be part of the bootleg I was hearing. So check out our episode on Paisley Nights. I mean, it's a great story of, you know, someone that fell in love with Prince and then took some action. So she's she's from Japan, and she's going to come on and, you know, to all our, our Japanese friends, she's going to come on to the chat and... Uh, She'll be able to translate for us. You know, translate, <laughs> and it, it's going to be, it should be cool, because we're trying to make this thing global. Yeah, so that's uh, the Let's Go Japan and Australia, 6.30 a.m. Uh, 8 o'clock a.m., we're going to do I Wish You Heaven. Mark, if you want to chime in on that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like our church service, right? So we're getting into the morning here, so we're going to bring kind of that spiritual dimension of Prince. 
and get a chance to kind of reflect on kind of those, you know, I mean, he's got so many uh, components that brought in God and his faith and his spirituality. So as we start the day, we wanted to kind of have that element of his music and to kind of represent it. So we thought, you know, let's do this at, you know, kind of the regular church service time. So join us if you, you know, tell your friends, you come on to church. And I mean, that's what Prince did kind of on the macro level. You go, you look at the love sexy. I mean, that dude was bringing folks to church. It's, it is what it is. It's how we roll. Sorry. Yeah. Speaking of rolling, we just had an earthquake right now, so that's why I was really? just like, yeah, just shook a little bit. I didn't bit. feel it. I didn't Here feel in it the yet. San Fernando Valley. Yeah, I was a oh, little bit okay. of a roller. Right. We're live! We're Sorry. live! We're live, baby! I love, this is why I love live. You never know what's going to happen. Like, it's the end of like, time. What's he doing? Pandemic, I was like, riots, and earthquake. Sorry. I thought God was speaking to you. I was like, I know, I was going to say <laughs> Mike's over here talking about Prince's spiritual side, and then all of a sudden there's a little earthquake going. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that he's making Can't sure make you guys are gonna play housequake. Housequake's gonna be not doing that sad, but. <laughs> so, all right, let's pick up Sorry after the earthquake. No, hey, man. I don't think it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get blamed for a lot of stuff, so maybe it was. <laughs> All right, let's hope it doesn't hit stronger next time. Um, let's get back on it. Anyway, so 8 o'clock a.m. is the I Wish You Heaven. Um, after that will be 11 o'clock a.m., and that'll be with the Purple Playground, and it'll be a kids' dance party. So people who have the kids um, tune in at 11 a.m. We'll be doing some fun stuff for the kids. Um, and real quick, Purple Playground is a nonprofit out of Minneapolis that does like Prince, like they bring in, it's like a Prince camp. So they bring in students, et cetera. So we're kind of marrying up those two vibes and we're going to bring, you know, some, some Muppet action and, you know, kind of those, uh, you know, fun, uplifting tracks that the kids can get down to. Um, probably not my kids. My kids were probably more in tune to the Shockadelica hour and, you know, kind of more <laughs> the B-sides and have you, but, you know. <laughs> For, for normal children, your your kids are exception. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so then, after the purple playground at uh, noon, will be revolution music. Um, after that, we have two o'clock will be the NPG hour, and I actually just got a text about five minutes ago from Mr. Hayes confirming that he will be hanging out in the chat for that, uh, and he was going to reach out to some other NPG uh, members, so they might be popping in too. Um, 3 p.m. will be our party up Europe, and uh, you know that'll be kind of the day will be ending in Europe over there, so that'll be kind of like their end of the day party. Um, 5 p.m. will be the I love my guitar, and then that'll also include Takumi's top five picks. He sent us some. Don't you want to know what Takumi's top five picks are? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're not on the edge of your seat, the man was his guitar right? tech for like nine years. I <laughs> in just five. Yeah. Just fine. We'll fill the yeah. We'll fill the crazy. rest of the time with some stuff. Uh, Six p.m. will be Troy Gua and Le Petit Prince, LPP. Yeah, we we kind of wanted to bring in that other element too, which is you know kind of some some artwork. Folks at Prince inspired, and Troy's got such a big following. His stuff is so fantastic. So mm -hmm. he'll be in the chat as well. So he'll be hanging out during uh, during that time. I love Troy. He's a He's, he's great. He was a great, great, we did the fashion panel and he was uh, the moderator for that. And uh, he was so wonderful, man, for that. It was right? What's that? There's shirts that you can buy. Aren't there shirts that have his, his work on yeah. them for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. The design he did, um, 
uh, portal, um, and it's the Paisley, and it's on on our site. Yeah, yarnalumni.org, and that goes to the arts feeds program for kids in art. So that he chose that, and uh, we we did that special shirt. So it's really cool. It's done really well. So nice. Yeah. Crazy. Go get yeah. a shirt. Get a couple yeah. shirts. Go get yep. a shirt. Someone throw that link Come up on. there. Hi, Heidi. There's Heidi from the Purple she, Playground right hey, now. Hey, Heidi. <laughs> her ears were burning. Yes. Yeah, she <laughs> knew she, she were talking about her. She comes on. She so, caused the earthquake. I'm going to blame it on her. Yeah. Allison on YouTube said it was a 5.1 that we have oh, here. That's wow, not, I didn't wow, feel it. All. So, it was, uh, but then I'm on the, I'm yeah. on the South Bay as you know, getting closer out, you know, but I didn't feel it. So, right. But, that's wow. a good thing. It was That's just a, a roller, thing. but it didn't yeah. feel like a five point one or wow. You know, um, but there yeah. we go. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Craziness. The crazy, things, crazy. Things are going on. Have was there any all right, because I remember one time at one of the celebrations when there was a tornado warning. Wait, 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 hold on. Let me finish <laughs> yes. the schedule. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on back on that. Everything is just everywhere right now. Go no. for it, man. No, 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 no. It's all good. I just want to make sure we talk about 7 p.m. because that's Shockadelica. Mark can right. elaborate on that a little bit. Awesome. Yeah, Shockadelica, you know, we, uh, we've we been doing a party for three years, uh, a crew of ours. Shout out to uh, Jenny, Darren, Christopher, Carrie uh, in Minneapolis. And, you know, first year uh, it was on the anniversary of his death. Same thing with the second year. And then we moved it to June 7th last year. So it's really about that community of people that were Paisley Park. And Dudley DJ'd, we have artists come in, we had like live painting, we had Troy Guazar, we had all kind of different dimensions really celebrating the life and music of Prince. So it's kind of bringing that Minneapolis sound kind of in that community into this. So, hey, Jenny. Um, so it's, I mean, we're going we're gonna to bring it, uh, bring some of those dimensions that we had at the party itself. It should be really fun. Um, and we're going to be rolling pictures through that too, just to kind of remember, you know, like this this June 7 would have been the Shockadelica party. I mean, there were plans in the works. There was venues being booked. There was all kinds of stuff that was happening. And obviously with uh, COVID and all, they kind of just said, yeah, we're not going to do it this year. So um, yeah. we'll miss kind of being able to give people hugs. But we do want to, you know, lift up that community and, uh, you know, bring people out. Right. Yeah. 7 o'clock, Shockadelica. Boom. Uh, 9 p.m. is going to be Cheesecake Funk. Um, nice. We're gonna eat cheesecake. <laughs> we're gonna eat cheesecake, and we are, and we are, we are, we are in the final throws. You gotta, you gotta imagine here. We will be at hour number twenty-one. We're just right. Gonna, You're gonna pop. You know, some we're sugar. gonna need some stuff to power. Gonna, yeah. to power through. So it's gonna be sugar, sugar high. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, for yeah. the last thing, it's gonna be ten o'clock, and it's gonna be it ain't over. And uh, y'all just have to come find out what's happening. So that's the schedule. It's up on Paisley Knight's Facebook our Instagram and our Twitter. So you can check that out and uh, plan out when you're going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> not until Monday. Not yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. Stay I in. told my boss that the, 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 the seventh is a holiday, but I'm taking the day off on the eighth in order to <laughs> you know, celebrate it fully. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? So yeah. he's like, what holiday is it? I was like, come on. Right. That's cool. Now, just just since this happened with the earthquake or whatnot, I remember like at the celebration, I believe it was in 2001, where there was a tornado warning, and then Prince is like, "We got scared of the tornado." No, I wasn't. I wasn't because I have all of you. But has there ever been a time where there was a natural disaster or something going on, like 
some memory that you have with Prince that may have made, made a joke or something interesting on that? Just curious. Random question that probably never gets asked because every time he took the stage, it was a problem. Teed <laughs> 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 him up on that. Oh, there you go. But yeah, no, I don't remember being out there at all when there was any like uh, tornadoes or anything. Snowstorms for sure. I mean, there's definitely plenty of times you walk in the Paisley Park and it would be, you know, starting yeah. to snow. And then by the time you walk out, there's a foot and a half of snow on the Big ground. Big time. So. Yeah, I would say that. The or Super Bowl. Bowl. Someone yeah. brought up. We, yeah, the Super Bowl. I saw that. That's what obviously. Yeah. And still, still cool. The rain <laughs> coming down, the yeah. heels. Yeah. Everyone dancing, no one slipping. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't you can't even plan that. That's just no. divine intervention. <laughs> right. Just crazy, crazy, crazy times. Now what what would what made you you and Mark, uh, Dustin, <clears throat> not Justin, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made you because I know you guys usually do shockadelic, as you said, with everything going on. That's why it didn't happen. Is that what kind of played into you wanting to do a 24-hour dance party? Or what ideas were you kicking around in order to come up with that? I mean, it just became, we just were debating, like, what are we going to do? Do we do something Saturday night and then, you know, wake back up and then do something Sunday? Or do we just do seven hours on Sunday? Or, you know, and, you know, just knowing the catalog and how much music there is, it just kind of became like, can we do this? Is, you know, this is a challenge to us and we're looking forward to it. I mean, we, you know, that's all we've been doing this past month is uh, talking about it, planning stuff out. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a challenge and we want to do it. And uh, I think people are going to enjoy it. It's interesting awesome. as Dustin talks about it being a challenge, you know, because I, I, I said this last time when I was on, you know, I, I was like, Dustin, no repeats, no repeats. We're not doing any repeats. And Dustin's <laughs> like, well, you know, we might have to do a couple of repeats. But, you know, <laughs> as we look at the music, we're kind of coming up with the plans and the format and what we're doing. I mean, there's just so much music, right? And whether you're into the hits, you want the B-sides, you want some... You want some live tracks. We're going to have TV performances. Maybe we'll play that Super Bowl performance, right? We got some guitar performances. Like, we're going to bring in all these different dimensions. And then you see the green screen behind uh, Dudley. You know, green screens are pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so green screens give you some flexibility. So we're going to be able to change sets. And as we go through these different themes, we're going to switch up the visuals. So as the day goes on, you're not just – you know, staring at Dustin all day. You're I wonder how, the, there's, there's gonna be some there's gonna be some different dimensions of it. I wonder what is the longest set print set ever done. I don't know what the longest print set ever done, but I think didn't we look up the longest like And I'm talking DJ, like, you know, of just right, like right. all the way through. I wonder how long there was a DJ well, set that was like so I don't know, some ridiculous amount of hours. Yeah. Hours, like, 100 and 200 or something so oh, we're not doing that. dj set this, wow. will, this will probably be the this will probably be the longest live prince dj set by a single dj there's no Guinness way that that records what? Right. Yeah, we, we, he talked about it at one point so i mean we're you know i mean and and, and i think you know dust is well <laughs> equipped to do this i think the guy could wake up he could have woken up a month ago and, and we could have you know had a pretty good event um he probably would have been a little more stressed, but I mean, he goes on for six hours. We did, we did, um, on Saturday, 
We did the uh, uh, dance rally for justice, you know, in light of all the events that were going on. And that was a, what, seven-hour set, Dustin? And we ended up raising – Seven hours and 21 minutes? Yep, (laughs) seven hours and 21 minutes. We were after it. And And we ended up raising uh, three grand for uh, the Minneapolis NAACP. So, you know, Dustin can go. And people want to listen to music. I mean, folks were hanging out, you know, for a long time. It's needed. It's needed. Right. Now, Dustin and Dave Hampton, if you're hanging around, you're the only one who can't answer this question. Dave! Dudley, with your shirt that you're wearing, let's see if anyone can guess it. Yeah, Dave, you got to be Anybody guess what the shirt is? Except for Dave Hampton. (laughs) I get a better... The earthquake may have scared him off just because he, he lives in the close, not too far yeah. from me. No, that's, so, oh, yeah, right over, yeah. Let's see if they can get it in time. They'll have to come back to it, but I thought it was a very interesting shirt, and then we'll definitely talk about how. Rodney might know. I that. see Rodney's on. I'm looking at the chats now. He yeah. might know. He might know. Let's see. We'll, we'll allow Rodney to have it, but Dave, Dave is excluded from answering this question because <laughs> he probably knew it is not. Cody got it. Uh-huh. Wow. Whoops. <laughs> Dave, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And Dave, of course, I've had on the show several times, and he is just an awesome person. That's part of yeah, PRN alumni as well. Yeah, Dave is so. wonderful and such a um, – I'm so blessed to call him a friend. I mean, he's so brilliant and, um, you know, just a good – Good, good guy. So. Yes. Absolutely. No, I, you have to admit, I got that right when I saw it. So yes, really, yeah, that's true. I did. I did do that. Jackie got it right away. Like Dave quick. would have been proud. Awesome. <laughs> you got Rodney with it as well. Yeah, I knew Rodney did it. it. Yeah. What? And I, Dave wants to know where you got that shirt from, Dustin. I know. I want it. I want one. I'll, I'll share the link. I looked it up. Like cool. 808. It would be cool to get an 808 one and just one of those things mm-hmm. oh look at dave i get him back on <laughs> this this guy's gonna wonder why all of a sudden his shirt blew up <laughs> exactly he runs from not selling one from when i bought mine two years ago to all of a sudden like 15. Right. <laughs> right. and with the with the set list of Let's Go, we're going to make sure to put that on the Funkinberry fan page. Please also make sure to follow Paisley Nights on Facebook and Twitch and Twitter just for their links and for other stuff going on. Yeah, share the event. You can go invite people to it, too. You got print fans. You can click in, invite. That's for the oh, T-shirt. Ah, there's the T. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And Dave Hampton has his 808 pillows. <laughs> Nice. Oh, man, it's just nice with everything that's going on for us to just myself to have you guys on camera. So hopefully they're feeling the love too with I'm everything. Glad, I'm glad we could help you through that earthquake too. <laughs> glad we you know, for you. <laughs> with what's going on in the world, the earthquake is the least. Well, right. Right. I'm just hoping, I'm praying. I'm praying that we do not have a major one while someone is in office, is all I can say. Yeah. While someone's in office. Oh, that's boy. all I'm going to say. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. Not not trying to get political. California being the way it is, that's all. <laughs> but yes, there's a lot more going on. I I'll, I would rather deal with that 
than what's been going on for the past few months and then of course a little over a week now so yeah you know i'll i'll, I'll bring that on uh now just with other events for for and alumni is there anything that you guys of course are wanting to do in the future you may not be able to do right now with with what's going on with covid but do you have any other future plans aside you know, the sales of the candles and other t-shirts that you had are also great, but also these events like. Yeah, these events are really important for us. Um, we had one scheduled in April, on April 18th. It was uh, Sandra St. Victor on uh, the family stand. It was the first time they got together. And uh, then we had a great lineup, Shelby J. Um, uh, Paul Peterson was, you know, it was just awesome. Ingrid Chavez, all, all uh, just great, great group. We're going to get together at the fine line. And um, and that didn't happen. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure out something. I, Sandra and I were talking and, you know, she's going to come back. She lives out of uh, the country, but, uh, we'll, we'll put that together and, um, we're going to start doing panel, more panels. We've been doing them like our, our last one we did, uh, we did at, uh, Pandora in Oakland last fall. And it had all the wonderful engineer, female engineers all together, you know, the first time Lisa Chambly. Um, it had Susan Rogers, Sylvia Massey, and uh, Peggy McCreary all together for the first time ever on stage together. And it was amazing. And so, you know, th these are the type of events that we we like to do. And the event, we raise money for the Women in Audio Mission. That's a wonderful group that uh, there's only 5% of women in audio, uh, in the audio field, which is crazy to me. And so they are working um, and helping uh, change that uh, and bringing um, – women more women into that field and studio and editing and just all 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 aspects like that so so that was really great um you know we've got some other cool panels lining up now you know similar on different topics and different pairings you know and of course you know we have the saturday one we talked about a little bit earlier uh with sinbad and that's going to be a wonderful one uh with claire fisher and and prince the collaboration and, and the stories are going to be pretty crazy cool uh about that and um and the sharing on that um so i'm really excited so those are the type of pairings we're going to do and then of course we'll do some more really cool concerts and things in the future um and um more urban gardening uh things that we're doing we did that event last year we did a dance party in detroit uh raised money then it was so much fun um and then um that next day we did a um an unveiling of a urban um, organic edible garden in a uh, community center. So, which is uh, really cool. So we're going to keep doing those type of things too. So awesome. Yeah. And hopefully we can get an event out here in LA and have Dudley. Oh yeah. DJ it. Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. That's and coming. With, uh, we got interviews to do in LA, man. We, we, we coming. We, yeah, we do. We were talking about awesome. it earlier this year. We got interviews to do. We got, we, we yeah. had plans. Like it was, yeah. we were coming. Yeah. And with so, the engineer panel, I'm sorry for, for the woman. I remember yeah. um, Chris James, who's also part of the project that's dropping of the cross on June 7th. Mm -hmm. He was, as soon as he heard about you guys doing the alumni thing, he was like, do we got to get to, to San Francisco to check it out? We have to get to the Bay Area. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do it, but he yeah. was like blown away that it was yeah. going to be all those people it on there. It was amazing. And Pandora, they were wonderful. And uh, uh, the ladies were just great. And um, it was a great cause for it, too. And uh, we just... Uh, you know, just shedding light on, you know, women um, throughout Prince's career, too. He was 
um, yeah. we talked yesterday on our, our, our little chat, um, how uh, future forward he was on so many things, um, ahead of technology, ahead of, you know, really giving opportunities for people, women um, in the band, in the behind the scenes in the studios and in behind the scenes doing business. So um, it's, uh, he was amazing like that. And uh, for me, I personally um, feel so honored that he let me into that, that sphere, his ecosystem for a while, you know, for a while. And I learned so much from him and he gave me the opportunity as a woman. And I didn't ever feel like, Oh, I'm so just this girl, you know, it was like, go do it. Um, and, and he didn't look at me as, you know, this chick, so to speak, as you know, you get sometimes in the boardrooms. So, uh, uh, so it, it's a, he's, he was really brilliant like that. And so when we were thinking about um, different panels, these panels are really thought, you know, put together from the alumni and we get, um, we're gonna do some fun stuff. We just posted a couple of weeks ago asking um, all different people what, what they, who they'd love to see as pairings and who they'd like to see uh, in some of these panels. So we're gonna start to put some of those suggestions together and put pair up some people and, and do some cool stuff. So, and uh, it should be cool. Awesome. And Dave was also talking about how they're going to be having an, another engineering one with Chris James and himself uh, from other time periods. That's going to be awesome. That's something to look forward to in the future for sure. Yeah. We've done that um, when we first started, <laughs> when we did um, some panels at uh, the Capri our, our first year and we had a studio uh, panel. Um, we had a, um, um, a fashion panel, her story panel. Uh, so we, we try to really encompass that. And so the stu uh, studio pa panel was, you know, from Hans Martin Buff to um, Tom Grineau to all of the different Cubby, Colby, who did all the live, you know, session, uh, live uh, sound front of house. And, um, you know, Dave was on it, Lisa. We've had some really cool, cool people on there from all ears. We try to make sure we get the different ears because it um, it really tells the story better by having that. And then you also see some uh, some threads that just go through all the periods. No matter what, he's still Prince, you know what I'm saying? And he still had, uh, so it was really interesting, but to try to, you know, balance out, you know, the 80s, the 90s, 2000s and 2010, you know, really try to do that is, uh, is important, so. Absolutely. Just these other things that we can just, even though he's no longer with us, that he's still yeah. contributing in Absolutely. some way, shape, or form in so many different ways. Yeah, he is. Is awesome. Well, know. one of the things is like, we're, uh, some of ours are friends ever since we worked for Paisley and best friends ever since. Like when I met Steve Park, we was like, we've been, you know, since, since then. I mean, it's just an amazing, um, you know, tight knit of people that we're just friends for, for life, you know, after that. Craziness. Although yeah. Jackie, I don't think you live too far from me. I think this is the only time where we're actually able to see each other too much, unless it's in events in Minnesota right. or somewhere else, exactly. which is hilarious to me. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like crazy. So, um, now Dudley, aside from are you, are you going to be able to be doing well? It's going to travel 24 hours. So basically, Let's Go is going to be also Manic Monday in some way, shape, or form. 
since Somehow. he's going to be lasting 24 hours. Oh, he's still doing Manic Monday. That's a whole other day. He's got to wake up Monday and make that happen. <laughs> he ain't getting off the hook that easy. He ain't going to be playing a song at midnight and be like, oh, that's my Manic Monday set. No, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Maybe I'll just go 26 hours. <laughs> 26 hours, Manic Monday starts at June June 8th at uh, midnight. I mean, who knows? You know, you catch the flow. Yeah, no, I will have to probably take a little nap and uh, get back up and then be like, all right, a few more hours of Prince music. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The let's go, go after party. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and you're going to have to have Vanessa bring maybe a couple more cheesecakes to get that little sugar flowing for you. Yeah. yeah I'm actually really excited. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I love cheesecake, and I have not had her cheesecake yet. So. <gasps> oh, my God, man. What? It's so oh. ridiculous. I haven't oh had God. it. Right. <laughs> she, she's, she's wonderful as a person, first and foremost. And then um, she's always... Uh, you know, at our backstages and our different shows that we've had, Maceo Parker and all that. She's been a, uh, a uh, you know, sponsor, basically, bringing the cheesecakes over, right. and, you know, some of the panels. And, man, the first time I tried it, because everybody had been, like, hyping it up. Oh, my God, you got to try this cheesecake. And I love cheesecakes. Oh, I'm good. like, and I, I bit it, and I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> and I knew I was like, you know, I better stop. I hadn't eaten much, you know, I would have been like, eh, for the show, but you, you almost can't, you know, you just keep wanting more. So. Well, when, I, when I'm getting it's sleepy, really Mark, Mark can just bring it out and be like, three more hours. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a slice of this. <laughs> this. Keep going. <laughs> you can take a nap in the actual cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll be there. I'm, I'm moving into Dustin's house, so Dustin and I are, uh, we're taking it to the next level. So cool. after tonight... Lots of time together. Yeah, Mark's moving in. Uh, we have another friend of ours hanging out with us, too, and just transforming my house into, uh, you know, a studio that's able to make this happen for 24 hours. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a testosterone party with both <laughs> you guys hanging around, man. Yeah. I saw a comment from Heidi and tell her, yes, I'm so bummed. We were supposed to have coffee. We had plans and, you know, we can't. We, uh, Everything got messed, yeah, up, messed up. But, well, it's okay. We'll just Pandemic and then the coffee shop you were going to go right. to burned down. Uh, like, it's uh, all screwed up. That's right. Great. <laughs> My favorite coffee shop, Moose and Sadie's, is gone. I am so crushed Where by was that. that? That's in um, Minneapolis. It's um, a great, great um, uh, coffee shop I used to hit up uh, right um, off of Washington, and it was uh, it was the joint, and uh, they they closed. And I was like, no. <laughs> the oh, so I, oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant they got damaged in the riots. No, but the, but that. they yeah. were damaged by COVID. Oh, so, right, right, right. Gotcha. They're not yeah. able to. Same you. difference, right? Right. Same, same yeah. difference at this point. So, shop yeah. local, people. Shop local. Yep, absolutely. And black owned, you know, too. It, it, those, mm -hmm. it, 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 yeah, amen to that. Yeah. Just craziness now. Now you're going to have to do it in LA. So, at least, well, the weather would have been good in Minnesota tomorrow as well. But yes, everything in 2020, including coffee plans, is just canceled. Yeah. Except for I know. Let's Go and the PRN alumni panel this weekend in my show. Yeah, we going absolutely. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll kick it off on the 6-6 six, six at yes. 4 Eastern. And then you guys just like get some good coffee or another nap and get <clears> ready. 
I'll tell you, I'll be waking up right. I'll be waking up right about that time. That's like perfect. You know, I kind of have a schedule planned out. Mm -hmm. You know, Dustin and I have been working this thing, so I'll be up right in time to watch the panel. It'll be great. Hey, my five, Jude. Let's see how that schedule I think we 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 have to to get our own own entrances. Yeah, I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch it later. I'm gonna wait. Jackie told us uh, that you'll be able to watch it later, so yeah, I'm gonna be sleeping because I I can't. Be up all day Saturday and then start DJing. You hope, though. So, you yeah. hope you'll be sleeping. Right. Mark said he's got a sleeping pill for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh my god! TMI. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I I'll just take a handful. Of my daughter's got some of those little gummies with melatonin in them when she can't sleep. So I'll just she takes one. I'll take like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'll be I'll be I'll be trying to get Mark Justin to wake me. up at eleven fifty nine. And of course, we have a great question from Am. What would Prince have been doing at this time? Of course, you have COVID, then you have the riots going on, especially in Minnesota where everything went mm. down in Minneapolis. What do you guys think that he would be doing? I mean, I personally, time? I personally think he would have been doing some uh, some live streaming concerts like Erica Badu did. Absolutely. Um, I mean, he was already set up for that. Yeah. Around with the Third Eye Girl TV, I mean, four, five, six years ago. So I think Mm -hmm. he would have been in a position to uh, do some really cool things. And then, you know, that's the pandemic side. And then once, you know, the whole uh, George Floyd thing hits, I think he would just be a strong voice in the community. I mean, you saw what he did in Baltimore. So, you know, he's going to go all out for his hometown. Yep. Absolutely, I agree. And I think you can't, you can't geographically, I think it's really important. Like that is Prince's neighborhood. Like this is less than a mile from where uh, he graduated from high school. Like this is, if you think of Prince music, you think of like where it came from, where this murder happened was Mm -hmm. in Prince's neighborhood. Right. So I think he would have been out there, not just doing his music thing, not just supporting uh, the community with, money donations streams i'm sure he would have done all that right yeah and he's set up uh, but i think but, he would have been his voice yeah i right. mean he was always future forward so you knew he's gonna he'd probably have something really cool going on and i bet he'd be in the studio writing um yeah dave said he'd be in the studio recording but isn't that just uh, a, isn't that just a given well <laughs> yeah of course he would <laughs> that's stupid that's like of course he would him. He may have been. He may have done a twenty-four hour recording session. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Which is great about your dance party. I'm sure he's already had plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But live streaming it. Right. And he oh, was yeah. ahead of the yeah, game yeah. on the live stream for sure. Ahead of yeah. everyone else that was doing it. Yeah. You know. What was the platform he was using at that? It was live stream. Um, you know, yeah, we were doing the like, shows. Oh, it would have been like what? I'm sorry. What was the platform that, that he was streaming on? Yeah, it was, li- it was livestream.com. Yeah. Cool. We were doing the spreecast for interviews and for other stuff to get news out, and then he would do um, the live shows and whatnot, either from Paisley or on the road, which would be pretty awesome. So Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about it last time, but the one time he did a live stream from Paisley Park, he had me come out to DJ and... I had no idea he was going to do a live stream and I was just setting up for like a regular party. And then next thing you know, he, uh, 
had a camera brought over and it was like setting it up. We're gonna we're gonna shoot your turntables here. And I'm like, all right, well, what are we doing? I don't even know what we're doing. Uh, next thing you know, we're live and all of a sudden live. You know, I check the clicker and it's like five thousand people and I'm like, Oh, okay, I'll just keep teaching. <laughs> Thanks right. for the heads up. Well, when I was there, I didn't have the, you know, we didn't have even Google. Yeah. So I'm, I'm dating myself, like, so it was crazy. But, um, so, yeah, to to have this type of, uh, the tools available now is amazing, you know. Totally amazing. You got to do stuff even more difficult to get things. Yeah, absolutely. You know? The only thing was available was AOL chat. And so he would crazy. use that. Yes, he would. I remember one time he asked me uh, if I knew how to type, and I did. And I knew by that point you got to, like, pick your battles on what you tell him you know how to do. Because he wanted me to go on AOL and type. And I, I could, like, at the time type, like, 60, 70 words a minute. You know, fairly good. Um, and I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> Because I would have been like, were like crazy. I'd have been typing his lyrics. I'd have been like, you know, uh, I was like, no, I'm gonna put some boundaries up around that. You had to, you had to, because you know. But then you had to also never get caught typing around them, right? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to worry about the cell phone. Right. No, that's funny. So can we blame you, Jackie, for us having to deal with messages for him for years, all in caps? Should we blame it on you? Yeah. Like when he would send us messages and always in caps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, I don't mind taking the fall on that one. Just hilarious. I know. It's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. But those Paisley Park AOL chat room conversations would be quite yeah. interesting back mm -hmm. in the day. Yeah. I would just sit there and just lay back and read it. I wouldn't put too much into it but it was just it was an interesting time for sure mm -hmm. and how far we've come since then yeah right really. you know it would have made things a little bit easier for you for oh sure. my gosh it would have you know as far as just like streamlined for crystal ball and all that we were at the forefront right we were the test yeah. testing of that um and uh i we talked about it yesterday mark and uh, dustin about about crystal ball and you know and really you know, it what it had its issues, right? It was hiccups in it and everything, but it was still innovative. And you know, it nothing is always you're not going to be perfect, and right. sometimes you fail. But that's the cool thing about you know what I learned from him is you keep pushing, you keep doing, and you be you know don't be fearful of trying things. Not all work, but that's okay. You know, so right. but um, it ended up you know being so uh, such a head of its time, you know, that concept and it's what it is today, really. Right. Um, so uh, that um, that was great for me. I learned so much on, on that and uh, the conversations I'd have with him in the in the conference room about ideas he had, it was pretty amazing, so. We gotta get into that one time. But yes, Crystal Ball, ahead of its mm -hmm. time. And so many other things that he'd always be ahead mm -hmm. of the curve that people Big would time. be using years down the road. Absolutely. You yeah. know, that was awesome. I always think, when Exodus come out in 95, 94, you gotta get free so you can yeah. download uh, mm -hmm. the music into your fan's computer. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I didn't right. even know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right. what are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was just, even with the beautiful experience and like, if your endorphin machine has come on it, 
you can $19.99 will be charged to your account to download the music directly. I mean, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, it, you know, it was um, the other thing we did uh, that was different was we didn't have a distributor. There was no distrib distribution. So mm -hmm. it was, you know, for those three albums, it, you know, New Power Soul, uh, when I was there, um, uh, it was a Larry Graham uh, album. GCS and, 2000. And, yeah, GCS 2000 and Come to My House with Shaka. And um, actually one of the tracks on that Claire Fisher did, um, which is Crazy Life of Mine, and it was amazing, did the orchestration for that. That was a wonderful album, but those were literally drop shipped from the manufacturer to the retailers no distributor at all so right yeah and with crystal ball you know when you finally got the distribution for mm -hmm. best buy and blockbuster music at the time i know there was some other companies i think Fi, that was upset that you guys had to deal with them so they weren't they refused to carry any of prince's music at all mm -hmm. yeah there was, was some, definitely some um pushback on some you know that that and then we did it with no returns and that was unheard of so like you bought them and they were yours. So if you sold them, you sold them. If you didn't, you didn't. That with the certain some of the deals. So you, so you couldn't give them back. Like if the store purchased right. them, like Best Buy, like they bought as many as they bought, and that was that it. That was it. Yeah, they couldn't return didn't it. Know that? No, no return. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, that dude was business savvy. That's how you do it, right there. Yeah, y'all can have those. Yeah, it's on you. Yeah. Nope. Don't give it back. It's all yours. It's all yours. You you pay for it. It's yours. So, yeah, yeah, it was cool. We got to talk about that when the crystal ball anniversary comes on or something of like that. We got to have like a special show just for that because it's just yeah. Yeah. so far ahead of its time. And totally. also the frustration that you had to deal with when it first came out. But now looking back on it. Yeah, it's you uh, know. I remember uh, getting the um, first mold for the crystal ball. So I, I when crystal ball was already when I got there was already in uh, um pre-order for a year. So when I got in to start having to work with that, it was already, you know, uh, pre-orders for- People were antsy. Yeah, they were already antsy, right? So, and so then I, we had to work on the um, uh, production and design and getting the molds right for the five disc um, and getting that all together. But ultimately it, it turned out, it turned out cool. I thought it was, it, it couldn't be a crystal ball. So we had to kind of create something. Um, a little different and then the, you could download the um lyric book like that was new you, right. you know no, no one had really been downloading lyric books either you know so just so, craziness so, and that's yeah. why we got to make sure like because you know we <laughs> want to preserve his legacy legacy and not do revisionist history yeah but i did sure. see, oh yeah you know that other because you did the first interactive live concert, but they give that credit to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm -hmm. and which is another person that was on Warner's. But they were trying so much to not give him credit for Big stuff. Time. It was a live concert, selling his music first on the internet, selling yep. Crystal Ball. Mm -hmm. Like we have to make sure those are the things that I want people to fight for. If you're gonna try to revise history, let's get it right now on those things that he did first before anyone. Yep. You know, because he didn't have the machine behind him. That's what made your job so much harder, Jackie. It did. I, I had a girlfriend who worked for uh, Sony in the um, uh, distribution section. And uh, she calls me one day and she's like, girl, 
we as going in after you because we didn't have a lot of money so you you don't we didn't have a ton of street teams so even though we got it into the store you know he had a body of work and so what he would do is their street team would come in and they would take and so the new um uh, music was supposed to be first on the on in the uh the cap and right there, they would come in and they would take the new music, our you know, new new power soul, and they would put it in the back because most people don't go through the hole to get it. So um, people didn't know he had a new you know record out, but because of that, so we right. was coming in intentionally and putting it in the back and, and doing so. Those are you know kind of tactics. You know, it's just more manpower, lots of money, and of course they didn't want it to work because if you know artists like him has this major success with it then Madonna's doing it then all all their you know artists are leaving exactly so Actually, you know I think I think it's important to note I mean like he was really a freedom fighter in that whole Big movement time. right and he yeah. took his context right and yeah. we kind of look at the, the the world in which we live in today he said here's here's my little piece of land mm -hmm. and I'm gonna fight for justice within this piece of land and he kind of flips the script yeah and I hadn't heard that story about people moving his stuff back but then he fought the pushback of trying to change a system, right? Right. Just right. To, yeah, that's, you know, that's what it was. Bit. But, you know, yeah. like, like you start to try to change a system, you start to call it out, right? And then there's going to be that resistance. And I think Prince saw that in his career. I think yeah. he's a good model to say, hey, right. we start trying to do what's right, trying to change some things. Yeah. You know, there's going to be some pushback. And you Always going to be. In, in spite of it. Absolutely. You do. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, we don't preach talk. Sorry. No, it's all good, man. You know, it, um, a lot of people don't talk about that, you know, that period, you know, uh, of him musically, but also like what he was doing innovation with innovation in the business sense. And I was happy to be there. You know, everybody kind of blows over the 90s. I'm like, you're snoozing on what was really happening in the 90s. You're snoozing right. on that. You know, and musically, too, there's some really cool gems if you go and you really listen to what's going on. So, um, but it was a small, not a lot of people wouldn't know that. I've not really ever said, you know, uh, that about Wea because it was me doing it. So, it, you know, it was me and Prince and uh, Londell. Uh, and so we were doing, making our own distro up and, and doing it that way. So, um, but, um, but yeah, and, you know, the masters and all that, you know, are, are really to help the artist today you right. know yeah it's this is all that is for the artist today right so. and leanne i hope i'm pronouncing that right you said who didn't give him credit the music industry and other people not give him credit another thing that jackie was touching on and dustin as well that if he did these things and other people would follow suit that's why i find it so interesting that the most beautiful girl in the world which was his first independent single made it to number two on the billboard charts Yep. Couldn't make it to number one, but at the end of the end of the year, the Billboard charts for every independent release, Prince was number one, or as the symbol at that time, which is very interesting because the same thing happened with Lotus Flower being only sold through Target, that the hit, Hits magazine had him selling 78,000 copies that week, and that would have gave him number one. Tim McGraw had 73,000, but for some reason, Billboard lost those 6,000 copies. And so Prince is having me cover, call, and find out 
why hits had a different total than Billboard, and their everything else matched in their charts for that week except for the number one and number two position. Mm-hmm. So they were even trying to do it even as as early as 2009 and before in 1994. Go ahead. You think you think they were out to get him? Like, was that like an intentional? Hey, we don't want this guy to win. Like, we are intentionally squashing this guy's effort because he's such a pain. Like he's someone they, thinking. I mean, Prince thinking someone is out to get him. No. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, what do you think? I I think that there was a discrepancy in sales. They were trying to say that it sold early at Target, like a couple, like instead of a release date on Tuesday, which is now on Friday, it was selling on Sunday. So they were trying to say that those six thousand sales were before Street Day, and so that it ah. can't count towards that chart. They're trying to find them loopholes. I see how they exactly. Do. And it cost. He was. He put an announcement on my site that if a debut is at number one, he was going to have. They're going to perform where Bria Valente wanted him to perform. Wanted him to perform. So you fans of Miami, Florida, missed out on a concert from him not getting number one. So I'll just say that. So. <laughs> You know, but I like that comment from Dave right there. Yes, they did not like that he could outsmart them. Oh yeah, he was I mean, doing everything I mean, he could. And you're right, another, Dave. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, another another idea he had <clears throat> that he was trying to do in 2013, 2014, the year 2014, I believe, maybe no, 2013. I'm sorry, we did the Samsung party for. Um, South by Southwest. <clears throat> he was about to get into a deal with Samsung to release Plectrum Electrum through through them only through the app. And then, of course, a few months later, that's what Jay-Z did. So that kind of ruined the relationship that Samsung and Prince were having at the time because that's how Third Eye Girl was supposed to get out. Um, mm. But again, kept trying different ways to do things. Definitely. and. How artists are doing it now, I think that they're taking something from musicology where he put in with the CD and having it built into the concert price. What you're seeing now, and I wish the Prince Estate would do this with their other releases, that they release shirts, um, other artists release shirts to Hot Topic or whatnot, but it has the download code and then it counts towards a sale. Now, they haven't exactly been doing that, but that's how Tyler, the creator... And in a world where we have downloads and streams be where the counting of sales comes from, Tyler, the creator, was able to have 68,000 sales because of the T-shirts he had that had the download code because it counted towards the sales. I think Prince would have been doing something like that, and I would have liked to have seen the estate do that. He he was doing it, basically. I mean, as... Dave and I have talked about it. He was always future forward, and he was his brain was ahead of the technology. So you know he was already thinking that way when there wasn't technology yet. So he was building the tracks before the train came, so to speak, right? Yeah. So well, a just, lot of a lot of people haven't uh, haven't been paying attention to because it, it wasn't mm-hmm. Taylor Swift fighting hey. to get her. Oh, there's <laughs> the, uh, wasn't Taylor Swift fighting to get her masters back yeah. too recently? Yeah, uh, I think know. so. I think so, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was really hoping that I would go to court. And I had this conversation with Dave before. <clears throat> I wanted to see how they were going to treat her when it came to trying to get her master's back. Because it's been a while since someone has done that. 
and Taylor's mm-hmm. first six albums, you know, now being owned by Scooter Braun, who she considers like her enemy. How Prince was about Warner Brothers back in the day. It would have been really interesting to see how that would have played out in a public forum. And it still could happen. I'd rather have that happen more so than Taylor taking jabs. I would love to see her try to fight to get her masters back just so it lays out a plan for other artists to see how they get treated. You know, because Ray Charles had to fight for his masters in a yeah. certain way that Sinatra mm-hmm. didn't, although he had to re record his stuff before getting to reprise. It's just, I would like to have seen that play out, to be honest. Hmm. You know, yes, with Taylor and all that. And here's Dave having a, a long comment. We'd have conversations in the studio about how the record business just thinks. Bring Dave in. If, if he's on there, I know sometimes his internet connection isn't that great. Yeah. And I can move with him because he knew the power of his connection to his audience and the delivery of his live music. And Dave, if you want to come in, man, I can send you, I can send you the link. Um, just let me know. Um, I'd love to see Taylor with Slave on her face. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be. Not right now. No. No. I mean, it was just, he, again, he, the whole thing is, is no matter what people say, now you look back on it historically, him writing Slave on his face, so much crap that he got over it. But he would say when he go into Warner's with that, it would change the whole concept of the conversation. Yeah. So next and everybody else, it. everybody else thought, yeah. you know, it was crazy. You know, all the other major artists, they're like, what, wait, what are we doing? No, yeah, yeah. this is cool. I'm cool right now. Like, Hey Dave, we got, can, we got to do a show. Yes. You got to come on and we got to chop it up sometime. That's awesome. You know, I know that I've had you guys here for a little over an hour. I appreciate you guys. Is there anything else that you're wanting to add to stuff or make sure that we talk about that we may not have discussed at all or anything you guys want to share? Justice for George Floyd. Mm. There we yeah. go. Damn that, skip. Yeah. You can't say any more than that. So, right. So let's uh, let's keep God the positive for, uh, vibes. Thank God for Mr. Uh, Keith Ellison. I mean, he's, uh, he's doing his thing. We're pretty pleased about that. So charges right. coming down on everybody and going up. Yeah, I made a post earlier talking about how I remember the OJ verdict coming in. And when this verdict comes in, man, the whole world is going to stop. It's going to be it's going to be unbelievable. Everyone's going to remember where they are that day, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, in 1993 during the civil trial of Rodney King, um Prince is actually taking his Act 1 tour here in LA. He delayed it by a few yep. days because apparently he had his voice we, we thought it was his voice when you listen to the show of it like his voice his voice was blown out but we thought he may have been delaying it for the Rodney King trials because we were afraid that there was going to be civil unrest um, but those three shows which were my first shows in 1993 for it to be happening during that time and I think that the the second day of the shows is when the the verdict was announced and we were just thanking God that they had them be guilty, you know, mm-hmm. but the tension that LA had and those shows when he did purple rain and then he would stop in the middle and go talk about the lyrics from race, which we didn't know the song at the time yeah. race is the space. I mark human cut you cut me. We both bleed the same color red. And then for him to go back into the solo would be amazing. And I'm just hoping as you, as we've all said that, <clears throat> They, they get convicted because if not, we're not going to have places to go. And then these, these conversations may be the only thing we have, 
you know, I just hope they get it right. And there has to be a change. It can't just that they forget about this. It cannot happen again. We better not be seeing any videos or them trying to block the cameras of the footage of themselves. And then we have to worry about store owners having great cameras to show exactly what happened, you know? Yeah, you know, and just, I mean, I think for the state of Minnesota, you know, Keith Ellison, I mean, getting the case is a big deal. The governor getting behind him. If you watch Minnesota Governor Tim Walls today, I mean, this is a politician that's, you know, talking about racial injustice, talking about kind of what it means around privilege and what we need to do and how do we as a broader community begin to, you know, address racism. Because when it's all said and done, I mean, racism is a white people problem. We got to figure out how, you know, we're going to change our behavior so we can have a more just and equal society. Um, and, and white folks got to kind of get on board with that. So I think we're seeing... Um, not so much at the national level, but at the local level, we're seeing people really begin to take this seriously. They came down with charges or investigation from civil rights against the Minneapolis Police Department. Minnesota Institute of Arts has uh, suspended their contract with them. Minneapolis Public Schools has suspended mm -hmm. their contract with them. Minneapolis Parks is suspending their work with us. So yeah. University seeing, of Minnesota. Uh, yep. University Absolutely. of Minnesota. So you're yep. seeing people begin to really take stands to say, hey, we are we are not as a community going to tolerate um, this behavior. And people are beginning to do what they can. And I think that's the charge, right? And that's the lesson of the Prince. He was doing kind of this freedom fighting thing in mm -hmm. uh, in the record industry. That's where, yeah. that's where that was his fate, right? Definitely. We all got to do our part to push back and make change. Yep. Once again, Richie, sorry. No question. Nobody minds yeah. me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my soapbox. You can have it. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Sean Carter asked this question earlier, and I forgot to ask it. Jackie, um, he wants to know what whatever happened to Roadhouse Garden. I don't know. Uh, I was so we didn't really talk about that album. He was talking about. Um, the one, three he was into at the time, which were, you know, the Larry, New Power Soul, and Shaka. And then he was also talking about remastering his whole, uh, uh, you know, fault uh, at the time, doing new remaster. That's why we did the 1999 remaster. But um, he, it really wasn't my time frame where he was even any focus on, on that. Um, uh, you know, Hans might have known about a Hans Martin Buff, might know about it more, but, um, or a Femi, uh, Gia might, um, you know, that, that type of thing. Tom Tucker probably would have maybe heard about it, but um, my focus was on the releases that we had in the, in the, and the, um, you know, the effort we had to put into these releases, you know, especially, um, being with, you know, without a label, you know, doing it ourselves. I mean, when it comes to Femi, we may have to do like a Where's Waldo thing because yeah, he's yeah. falling off like the face of the earth. <laughs> like where in the world is Femi? And he he was one of my favorite people. He still is one of my favorite people. Yeah. Even though it's been years since Femi I saw is awesome. Him. Femi was yeah. wonderful. The, when we did the first celebration, he was giving tours and he was making oh, things yeah. happen. Femi was so awesome. I ran into him at a record store before, and he was doing this boys group called Soul Decision, and I gave him flack over it. <laughs> and I had no idea who he was at the time. And he goes, oh, Femi Gia. And I went, 
Oh, oh dude, shit. like you you worked with Prince. Like I wish you having a remix and the Batman soundtrack. I was like, yeah, I want to do amazing. And then all of a sudden, like within months, he was getting hired back by Prince to work on that sampler set mm-hmm. and other things. I remember that. that. Oh yeah, I remember that sampler set. Definitely. Yeah. yeah so I, I do remember that the sampler. See, when you work like so so many hours, it kind of becomes a blur. Right. So like when you mm-hmm. just brought that up, oh yeah, the sampler set. I remember that. That was cool. I thought that was, that was cool. wild that he was gonna yeah. do that and just Oh he, he like very much was. I, I mean was it was like, like you're gonna let yeah. everybody get your samples now. And and he, he had more haze was ahead of yep. that. Yep. Yeah. I remember it so much it was uh I remember that time. But the right. Roadhouse or it was Roadhouse Garden, yeah, we didn't uh that wasn't during mine anyway very interesting yeah because yeah. i know he started talking about it early on but i think he only released splash mm-hmm. from that but he talked about the project but yes and dave let him know that j7 says what's up i would love to talk with him again i don't know like just so he knows before the funkenberry name and all that other stuff when it comes to femi so um and oh yay this dave, i just saw that yay dave that sounds good man i'm glad yes. we've been Looking forward to reconnecting. What a cool Femi dude. is so hard to reach. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, at least for myself. Maybe, unless you're Dave Hampton, you can get it done. Right, well, you know. Yeah. You know, Anne has this question. I don't know if you guys want to touch this or not. Do you think this is a symptom and not the cause? Capitalism is a cause. There is no way to level the playing field. When this is over, things will be the same. What do you think about that, Mark? I mean, I think, I mean... Capitalism definitely has its challenges as to how uh, money gets distributed, et cetera. Um, But I think race is, I mean, the historic elements of racism are a big piece of it. So I don't think you can just boil it down to capitalism as the the challenge. And and a lot of folks will try to do that and diminish the reality of race. Um, So I think we have to find ways to, as a nation, talk about race, address race, get real on race and get honest about it. Uh, And, and, you know, I mean, people are people, so we all got our challenges, um, but we have just lived in denial for so long as a nation that, you know, the, the divides are just all over the place. And we have to build the requisite skills, the requisite knowledge, the requisite understanding, um, specifically as white people. I mean, if you're a person of color in this nation, I mean, you deal with racism every day. Like that is just a fact, right? Um, but for those of us of, of, of uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, lighter hue, you know, we can live our lives without really understanding that. And I think, you know, that work's got to be done. Um, And I think the tensions around race and what we're seeing today, um, you know, Black Lives Matter shirts are are flying off the shelves at Amazon, right? People are becoming more conscious. The governor of Minnesota is talking about this stuff. Um, Obviously, we're devoid of national leadership, um, but people are doing things and you know certainly the 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 economic structures matter um Mm -hmm. and i think there's ways for us to more equally distribute resources um and make sure that we're creating policies that account for historical uh racism and oppression so i don't know long answer but it's okay you know a lot of things need to a lot of things need to change um and you know for things to change people need to change and you know i look at like my life just kind of pulling it all back to prince like i didn't have any of these insights you know walking into um 
Paisley Park for the first time at 18, right? And I think Prince, the genius of him was he created community, he created connections, he created relationships. You go to a Prince concert, shoot, he's bringing out everybody, right? Like he's just, we're coming from all different walks of life. Right. And I think there's something beautiful in that, right? And being able to have real deal relationships um, allows you to grow and to understand people. And, and that, that brings you to the kind of the, to the next plane, right? Prince talked about the North side, you know, but he also talked about it on, in the brain, like it brings you to this higher level. Um, and I, and I always like that. Right. Yeah. And again, he practiced, that's what people have to understand. He practiced love for another, not love for one, not love for some love for one another. Yeah. And you have to understand about who you guys support. I'm not trying to get political here. I apologize. But if your friends and your loved ones are not having to where they feel that love for another, there has to be a time for change of people that you support. It cannot just be, well, this person's a Republican, this person's a Democrat, and I vote this way, so I'm going to vote this way. You have to look at your friends and that they're hurting right now and make your decisions on that, that if things are good for you, but they're not good for everyone else, it has to be good for everyone not just you, because eventually it will come for you. That's where you have to practice love for another. Instead of doing it by political parties, do to where you're seeing your friends are hurting. And if you truly do love them, it's time to make a change. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, today. That's all I can say on that. You know? I like it. So, I'm not the only preacher here. That's good. And, and if, you're, if your friends aren't hurting right now, like you need to get outside your bubble and get some more friends. You know, yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're, you're too, too That's tight. That's what it comes down to, you know, is that there's going to have to be, be change. Even if there is a change, say, in office or something, there still needs to be change through both parties, plain and simple. Yeah. That's all we're going to get down onto. And in closing, you know, you guys have the PR and alumni event this Saturday at yeah. 4 p.m., correct? Correct. $5. Five dollars, yes. Five dollars for the happy meal, y'all. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh, Sinbad's yeah. gonna just make it a riot, and uh, you'll hear some great stories. And um, it's going for a great cause. Um, cause is because we're doing lots of different stuff. So appreciate that. Four p.m. Eastern, one p.m. PST. So yes, and then the twenty-four hour dance party. Let's go. Turn me on. Yeah. Paisley Paisley Knights on uh, Twitch twitch.tv backslash Paisley Knights and uh, paisleyknights.com right now we have the merchandise up that will uh, all the let's go ten dollars from every let's go item goes directly to the PRN alumni. Thank you and, guys. Uh, we also have Paisley Knights shirts up there and Manic Monday shirts and uh, we're looking forward to it. We're going right. to be in full on production mode here right after right as soon as I get off this I'm going to be working all night. We got some work to do. Yes. Yep. And, and I'm willing. <laughs> and able. I'm willing to do the work. <laughs> and, you know, for the people on the streams, you know, share the events from PRN alumni. Share the events from our page, uh, Paisley Nights on Facebook. You can go out and, and in, uh, uh, invite people to the event on the page. You have access to do that. So if you got Prince fans that you know, um, tell folks uh, – you know, what's going on. I mean, the words, words got to get out by people. So we need your help. Um, we need your support. It's not going to help without, uh, or not going to happen without 
uh, some people taking action. So we appreciate the shares, the likes, the love. Um, really appreciate it all. Yeah, we're, we're uh, um, you know, on Facebook, the links can link share, you know, to your peeps. And we're on Instagram as well. And uh, you can get, you know, see the, the panel at prnalumni.org. Uh, you awesome. can go there. And then if you feel so, you can um, donate there. Um, we also have some really cool spotlights. I don't know if everybody knows this, but on, on prnalumni.org, we've been doing um, every couple of weeks monthly spotlights on different PR and alumni. And it's a great write-up. You can read all about the different um, folks that work for Prince. And so it's there for you just to access and take a look at it and read. So it's a pretty, pretty cool stories. Um, you, you'll probably see the thread, silver lining thread throughout it about Prince and what it meant to the person that worked there. You know, it's a pretty cool and what it helped with their career and, and all that. So there's some really neat stories on how people ended up working with him and what they did after. So um, if you want that, they, so there's some really cool stuff. You can see more of what, what we're doing too, so. Right. So spread the word. Looks Yay. like you got, you just got a donation. See that? Boom. All right, boom, Thanks, boom. Audrey. All right. Yeah, and then, Dustin, Mark, you guys did the Rally Thank for you. Peace last weekend. <clears throat> Thank yeah. you guys for donating to them. And that raised for NAACP, did that raise about $3,000 or so? $3,070. We were $51 short of $3,121. Oh. <laughs> Close. Oh, that's cool. Next hey, that's, so that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, I mean, that's a, that's a nonprofit, 100% volunteer led. They don't have fundraisers out there. You know, everybody that's doing work for the Minneapolis NAACP right now mm -hmm. is, uh, I mean, they're doing it of their own time. And they are, I mean, for real, I know people that are working on that, um, you know, trust them. And they're doing good work, I mean, and just putting in long, long days. So um, we felt like it was a worthy group connected to the grass kind of roots right. of, of what's going on in the community and uh, um, could use the help. So, and, and the good, the, the real cool thing I thought about it, we had donations from Australia, Europe, oh. like literally all over the world, which was, uh, yeah. which was real cool. So it was a fun night. I mean, yeah. I was, I was going to be excited if we, you know, raised 500 or so dollars, but that was, that was fun. It was a lot of fun just to That's see the cool. number keep growing and growing. And then, I'm sure the NAACP also wasn't expecting that. They were like, well, okay, sure. Do you do that? And we'll accept whatever you got. And then we we're like, you got three stacks for you. <laughs> I love there it. There you go. Feels good That's to do cool. that. Yeah, it was so. fun. And I appreciate you guys. And I, like, I'm going to let you guys go. And I'm going to just talk about the message we got regarding the cross that's coming out on June 7th. But cool. Jackie, thank you so thank much. Thank you. For your Finally, time. to get on here is it's really cool. So yes, gotta have you back on. Very much so. Yeah, let's people. do it. We'll, we'll chop it up. I love it. It'll be great. One hundred percent. And Dudley and Mark, you guys better rest up. We'll <laughs> yeah, be we got work to do. We We rest on the eighth. Lastly, someone just snuck this question in, Mark. Um, what's the NAACP doing? I mean, ultimately, they're they're advocating on behalf of uh, the community. So, I mean, they're right. they're really on the front lines of uh, kind of being a, a, a vocal um, advocate for um, justice. I mean, I look at like what's happening at the governor's space. I mean, a lot of that was organization uh, by protesters, by advocates pressing uh, his office to say, "Hey, Freeman's got a." 
you know, mm-hmm. this dude's got a conflict of interest here, right? And I mean, I think a lot of that pressure was being built by organizations like the NAACP and, and the grassroots organizing there. So right. and they're they're making a difference by really pressing uh, that agenda to say we need to deal with these issues. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you guys again so much for your time. Thank uh, you. For the Thanks, people. Guys. Thank you. And I'll be talking about the cross thing right now. That way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Do little girls and boys thing. I Thank know. you guys so much. It was great Thanks. having you on. And uh, we'll see you soon. Sounds Have great. Have fun this weekend. All everyone. right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. I just do it lamely. So, yeah, back to the cross, which is being released this Sunday, June 7th. Um, let me go back to the artists that are going to be featured on that real quick since we did it at the top of the show, just to make sure that everything is covered and all the artists are mentioned to make sure I don't mess anyone's name up. Uh, for the cross coming out June 7th, you have Donna Grantis, Kip Blackshire, Mike Scott, Ashley Tamar Davis, Tommy Barbarella, Cassandra O'Neill, Ida Nielsen, Sonny Thompson, Chris Bailey, Kirk Johnson, Frederick Yane, Josh Dunham. Dr. Fink, Levi Caesar, Adrian Crutchfield, Lynn Grissett, Marcus Anderson, Michael Nelson, Kenny Holman, Joey Rayfield, Steve Strand, Mono Neon, Morris Hayes, Maite, Tony M, and Chris James. I did invite um, people on for the show, but this was the statement. Um, the song is just going to be for all to enjoy and hopefully take a moment from all the negativity and separation, not necessary to talk about. It's a simple message and the power of great music performed by those who know it best on the day of the great one who wrote it, Love and Peace. Um, for that, there has been no link, but I'm sure as soon as it hits, it'll be everywhere when it comes for that. Um, PaisleyNights.com for the Let's Go t-shirts. Just making sure to get that in, absolutely. Make sure to support it because uh, for the money they raise also goes to PRN alumni. And I'm hoping to have a couple shows, hoping for one show on Friday and then a special show at some time after there's an announcement or something going on, I will be going live. We will be making sure to have a flyer for that. So you guys may be seeing me a couple more times, hopefully, before uh, the events of this weekend. Um, But I'm looking forward to the cross. I've seen some of you guys on social media been asking for the estate to release music or something to have to go on. Um, Dave, I'm not sure who it is. It did come from Kirk Johnson. So it may have been Kirk that put this together. Obviously with it getting out the way that it has, I'm not sure how much involvement, if any, the estate has with that so you know um but i know there's other things you guys want to talk about a set list that that got out or not a set list um an upcoming release that may or may not be true uh allison is if it's a concert or one song i'm not certain i i would believe it's one song i'm not certain on that they've been pretty tight-lipped on that info and Michael, yes, we will be having something to talk about Sign of the Times Deluxe. I just wanted to make sure that we had this time to give to Jackie for up here on alumni and Dustin and Mark.
for the event this weekend for the 24-hour dance party. So, Keely, it's probably the same question that Dave answered of, of the producer of who the music director is on that. Um, it's been a really tough couple of months. And then on top of it, the past 10 days have been quite ridiculous um, in so many different ways and hurtful ways. I'm hoping that we can do it. Dave, not so certain of that. I know you're bringing up questions, especially with Deliverance, you know, on how they're putting it out. If it's just, if it's a free release or if it's something else, um, we don't know those things at this time. And then um, we'll be checking in more on it. But I want everyone to try to look out for each other, take care of each other. You know, you don't have to hit up everyone with what's going on right now. Sometimes you have to take care of yourself first. But try to let people know in different ways that you're thinking of them and that they're not alone in this struggle. Um, and those are the things that we have to do. Someone brought up about it feeling like the 1960s again. I think we're even further back than that. And that hurts my soul as someone who, um, you know, was raised more by black people than his own people. And then someone that was a bodyguard for Dr. Martin Luther King to be one of the people that watched over me growing up. It's just difficult to see that the struggles that they went through, that the generation after them and them themselves had to go through it. And it's just hurtful. And we have to find a way to make these changes and teach these changes and have maybe conversations that we're not comfortable having. But maybe it's time to have those uncomfortable conversations and just make things better, have clarity, speak up for, for everyone not just when you are being attacked or your rights are being taken away, because eventually it will be your rights. You know, you got to see things. You can't be this whole love, see no color thing anymore. You have to see color and see differences and see how people are treated and how unfair it is, you know? And um, I don't want to just go on. I just want to say that. And I just appreciate you guys. And I've been trying to have this forum be for you guys because I know that you need it. So I'm just sending you a lot of love. Thank you guys for tuning in live. And thank you guys for listening.